Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with the rest of you. What's up? <laughs> So you were born in New York originally? I was, or? yeah, where in upstate, New York? upstate New York. Oh, where? Two hours outside the city. It was a little place called Harlemville. Okay. Not to be confused with Harlem. Yeah, that's not two hours. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not from Harlem. <laughs> Harlemville. Uh, yeah, I grew up on a farm out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that your what your parents were doing? Uh, no, they weren't farmers. My dad was in medicine. He was a doctor, and he was kind of like the, the town farm doctor, so to speak. Oh. So... Um, so what do you mean you grew up on a farm though? Well, we lived on a farm. Can you describe like how the it farm, is? The farm, lots of cows, in? chicken. Oh. We so had it's kind of like a side project for your parents. Yeah, it was just like the yeah. You can call it a side project. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so musical. We had a goat too. <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm just did kidding. He, we didn't have a goat. Did he help out a ton? Uh, I did. I I, uh, I collected the eggs in the mornings from the chickens. Oh wow. Funny story actually. I uh, before I knew what business was uh, I was eight years old and I was outside my dad's office and I was paying people to take our eggs my dad had to come outside and say you actually you're the one who's supposed to get the money people pay you for the eggs oh my gosh so, if, if you in case you're wondering I'm a terrible businessman <laughs> what did your mom do or no she, she I, I think she, I don't even know if she knew about it <laughs> oh what did she do for a career I mean my mom was an art therapist oh so like um therapy through art through like color through drawing through painting um yeah oh like that. for school or what or like um she did it like she did it with yeah she, she did it with um no just her own business yeah but she worked with a lot of like inner city kids in new york mm. and then um when we kind of moved upstate in new york she worked with a lot of um, like handicapped, mentally mm. ill um, people doing doing art yeah. with them. Yeah, so you cool. say you got your creative side from her. Yeah, I'd say mm -hmm. I'd say I got a decent amount of creativity from my mom. <laughs> my dad too. He's super creative. He's just also more on the the medicine side as well. Mm -hmm. But he's super creative with his with his medicine too. He's in like alternative holistic medicine, oh, wow. which has a super creative side to it. It's mm -hmm. like uh, thinking very outside the box as opposed to just like normal western traditional mm -hmm. medicine what kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up um my mom played a bunch of bob marley and my dad played a bunch of pink floyd <laughs> yeah how do you describe your personality back then my personality back yeah. then way cooler than i am now <laughs> um i probably pretty similar mm -hmm. um the cool thing about arrested youth and and my and my music now is i i just I, it's i still act like a kid Mm -hmm. I'm just still one big kid, so yeah. hopefully I'm not, maybe I'm not that much different. Mm -hmm. And what age did you start making music back then? Uh, I started, I started making music, I started writing music when I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. um, Do you remember how it clicked to you? Yeah, I, well, I started writing music, I actually started, I started, it was kind of like freestyling, I guess you could call it. Um, and I was freestyling with my friends. I played soccer, so whenever we were on like tournaments on the soccer bus, um, 
I, we would just sit in the back freestyle and I was pretty good at it and oh. I think you know I started to I guess write music because of that and that's kind of how I got into music I never played an instrument I didn't I, I took piano lessons for like uh, maybe like two weeks <laughs> I hate it my teacher was a bitch. I don't know if I can say it, <laughs> but that was why she was she was rude. She ruined it for me. Oh. But now it's all good. Yeah. I'm still here. Did you like the academics or anything about it? Yeah, I did. I love. Um, I was very academic. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're the first musician I've interviewed who likes school in an academic way. Actually. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I, I talk I, I talk sh I talk shit about about the man and the establishment in my music, but I was I was. I was a teacher's pet for a few years. <laughs> was it your parents kind of giving you the mindset to do well in school or did it just come naturally? No, it came really naturally yeah. to me. Like my mom never, I was actually talking to my mom about this the other day, like, mm -hmm. n you know, like most, most parents like ask their kids, like, did you do your homework? Yeah. Did you, how did you do on the test? Like, yada, yada, yada. Like my parents never asked me any of that. I just, mm -hmm. I was, they always knew I was just like on it. I put more pressure on myself than, um, than anyone else could put on me. And, oh, I mean, well. that's still, still the same. That yeah. still goes for the same for my music career as well. So, what what subjects were you strong at back then? Writing, English, mm. um, language. I'm just a fucking loud mouth. I, I'm really <laughs> good at bullshitting. So anything where I could <laughs> use essay. like creativity to bullshit my way yeah. through it, I was really good at that. Mm -hmm. Now, like the math and the science, I did well because I was a good student, but. You can't bullshit your way through math and science, so those two are definitely my least favorite subjects. Mm -hmm. And then you went to college, was in Indiana? I went or? to Indiana University. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? Um, blatantly, not really. I didn't really love college. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have anything against Indiana University, and I know they've got a crazy, if you're if someone from Indiana is watching this and they hear me talking shit, they'll find me because Indiana alumni are like, Nuts. Really? Yeah, wow. they're, they're super. They're just super uh, proud. Mm, okay. Which is cool. Pride is important. But yeah. I, I didn't love college at all. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, I felt really constricted. Mm. I felt kind of caged in. But you liked academics, though. So what? I did. I mean, I did well academically, but I just oh, just like the mindset. What? I, yeah, the mindset of college, yeah. and I was studying business at the time, and I kind of had stopped making music to do business because. I just didn't think I had the ability to be an artist. I didn't think I yeah. had like, the future in it. Yeah, so I, I kind of gave it up to, yeah. do, to do business. Yeah. So I read you had like disapproval. Was it from your parents that disapproving you to do music? No, no yeah. one. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Is no, and for the record, no one ever told me, you're bad, you can't do this, you shouldn't do this, like ever. Mm -hmm. It was all me. It was, I just said to myself, I don't think I have the right to be an artist. What does that mean, right? Like, yeah. what does that even mean to say that? But I didn't feel like I had the future or the, or that I had built the skill set to be an artist and do mm -hmm. it as a career. So I was scared to do it. So I, I quit and I went into college and I focused on, on business and mm -hmm. focused on school. Do you think um, it's because you didn't really know anyone? growing up who was a musician and was able to live off of that seemed like a far-reaching dream yeah maybe yeah. I don't I don't know I to be honest like I don't have a clear answer it in my gut it's I said this isn't right for me this isn't where my future is at the time like it's mm -hmm. all temporal right but um may, I mean you know there's also a reason why when I came out with the rest of the, youth, the first album was called fear you know a lot of the 
content and the, the songs are um, about overcoming those those doubts and constraints we set on ourselves for what we believe we have the right or talent to do in our lives. Like, not even just our careers, but whatever we choose to do, mm -hmm. you know? So I think fear played a big role in my decision yeah. to like to to not do music mm -hmm. and to focus on school. Well, it made you want to study business. So, I mean, that program at Indiana is really good. Yeah, it's I a also good was applying to business school. Oh, so really? I know that Indiana has a really yeah, strong Kelly. Yeah. yeah. When I was there, I think we were four, fourth or fifth yeah. in the country. Really strong. Um, school came easy. School came easy to me, and I was a good student. And business felt like kind of still my best option to keep things open like just in terms of like I didn't know what I wanted to do and at the time I didn't think I'd ever do music again mm -hmm. but I didn't I, I didn't want to box myself in too much so I said to myself business I mean my mom always said major in business you can do anything with business and yeah it's pretty true I it's mean, true you can really apply it to so many different facets of a career in life mm -hmm. so yeah I, that's why I chose it it never occurred to you to do anything like English related since you were good at that well you know I was, I was like you know what I want <laughs> to me it was like I want a good job at a college I was I was really mm -hmm. set on that and you know you know the stories about yeah English majors <laughs> artists uh, musicians, musicians. <laughs> uh, my language majors might be better these days, but those three, like anything creative, like good fucking luck. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? If I'm not gonna do music, I'm doing nothing creative. I'm doing business. Mm -hmm. Did you like it though? There, there are facets I loved about studying business, like things that even these days I miss. Just the structure, like how structured your mind has to be to, yeah. to do business and take totally business courses. Agree. Like I don't even know how, like. If you put me in the classroom now, mm -hmm. God, thank God. It's all, all I'll say is thank God I did that at that time. Because if I had to go, seriously, if I had to go mm -hmm. back and do that now, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Mm -hmm. My mind is not as structured. As <laughs> but I think I was reading, did you have a triple major or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I double majored with a co-major. Oh. So I majored in marketing, international business, and then I did the uh, an economic consulting workshop. Oh my gosh, so stop. Was, yeah. That's exactly the same as me. Oh, I did really? marketing and international business. Sick, yeah, okay, there you <laughs> so go. Funny. Yeah, so you know the spiel. <laughs> we're good at bullshitting. <laughs> we're good at bullshitting people. We're good at we're good at making things seem way cooler and more awesome than they actually are. <laughs> and then right after college you found a, a corporate job. What I did, was, yeah. yeah what was I the did. job? I was in uh, the global management program for Anheuser-Busch, oh, which okay. um, was like a fast-track program to like upper management in a in a big global company. Mm -hmm. So, so what was your? How cool does that sound, guys? <laughs> what was your like task that you worked on? I w well, the program was ten months, and I mm -hmm. and I rotated tasks. So, for ten months, I was kind of traveling to different places in the US, different cities. I lived in about like six or seven different cities. Yeah, I was reading about that. So can you describe what, what you're doing in these cities? Everything was just like a different role and a different facet of the company. Oh, um, so it was just like meeting different teams. Right, kind of. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I really, it was a great opportunity to put my bullshit into the test and <laughs> I did great. But so what was the actual task? The task were- Or like projects like you worked projects, on. Projects, yeah, we yeah. had, uh, well, let me think. Um, 
depending on the the facet of the company we're in and whatever location we were so like there was we had a, I had a project that was based around marketing I had a project that was um, we, were, we were with a team of of kids in the program building a new product so like mm -hmm. new product development actually coming up with an idea for a new alcoholic beverage um, testing that idea developing a liquid which is the beverage itself mm -hmm. developing a brand for it figuring out how to sell it pretty much like yeah. music in a way mm -hmm. um, make it something from scratch make it something decent worth selling and then figuring out how to give it a brand mm -hmm. and sell it that sounds exciting though but you didn't like it yeah well it just to me it was uh, I've always been looking for something I'm I, and there's a lot of you're, you're probably similar there's a lot of people who like the act of doing something to me is like cool but I just I need to care about what I'm doing like I need to mm -hmm. care about whatever it is that I'm doing all this work for, whatever, like, what is the concept behind it? If you're, if you're working for a company and you're selling a product, like, what is the product? Is it actually something you believe in? These are like millennial one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Every kid these days has to have <laughs> a purpose oh, and a yeah. mission and a vision and they have to be invested <laughs> in it and they have to care about it. And if they don't, then they can't do it and yeah. it's not worth their time. <laughs> I'm just like that. <laughs> So then you just quit one day or how was it? Yeah, I just came in the office and was like, all right guys, check it out. I'm fucking out. I quit. I'm done. I'll see you guys later. I'm making music. Peace. So you didn't have any music out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. I was like, guys, is it cool if I leave? I think I'm going to go make music. What was their reaction? I guess they were like, what? I, You know what? It's funny. I had to quit to like six different people. Oh, yeah. Because I, I mean, was, cause it was like this, yeah, because yeah. it was a big company and, I, and it was this program and because it was like this global management program we had like we had a, a direct we had a direct uh, manager and then because we were working in different offices I had a manager in the office in Denver and he had a manager who I had to, oh so I on the day I quit I quit to like four people like two were in person like yeah. two were over Skype and the people in person were way nicer than the people on Skype I guess because it's face to face too. Yeah, because they like, because you know, they knew if they were rude to me in person, <laughs> take them out. Did you have any music while you were quitting? Out? Yeah, I, I mean, most of fear was written oh. while I was working. That was kind of my ultimate. That's crazy to juggle everything then. Yeah, I mean, I would like it was crazy. I would like I'd go to work, get up, go to work, get home as quick as I could, go work out. And then just I, wherever I was, like if I was in a hotel, if I was in the corporate housing, wherever I was, I would just find like if it was in my closet or if it was in my bedroom, I would just, I had a, I had a little mini studio, I had my microphone, I had demos and I would just work until like 12 a.m., one, one, 1 or 2 in the morning, get up, go to work, do it again. Mm -hmm. And so my goal was like, if I'm going to quit, I'm going to have this music, like I'm going to have something to show for it before I quit in music. So those 10 months were like my chance to to make a roughly finished album or batch of work whatever you want to call it and I said you know if I don't have this I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna quit mm -hmm. I, I'm not just gonna quit and oh, I'm gonna go make music I'm yeah. gonna quit my job and go make music like you better have a better plan than that because that doesn't that's not much of yeah. a plan did so, your have did your colleagues listen to your music like yeah they yeah music? they actually did like my the kids in my program, you know, we're all college kids. Like, I became close with a batch of kids. Um, oh, you meant your like your man your managers? Yeah, yeah, them too. It? Yeah, oh, like wow. my yeah, like my uh, 
my manager, my my old manager when when I was working in Denver, like hit me up a couple months, a couple weeks ago. I was like, yo, your song just came on Spotify. I'm in the subway in New York. <laughs> no like way. I love it. Yeah. So they they do listen. But I'll tell you what. When I first left, the first song we put out was called My Friends Are Robots. Mm-hmm. And there is this there is this lady in my office. I'm not gonna say where. I'm not gonna whatever. But we were like friends. She'd mm-hmm. always text me. And then one day she texts me when the song comes out. She's like, "Is this your song? My friends are robots." This is like your. Is this the rest of you? This is like what you left for. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that, that's it, that's it." And just zero response. Like she didn't <laughs> respond. And I was like, I, I was. And she was like the kind of person who always responded, always reached out to me. Never heard from her again. I was like, she must be offended. She must oh, have she thought that, that song was about, about her. her. Also, yeah. I saw our people think it's like about yeah, them. About yeah. them. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's about me. It wasn't about, it wasn't about you. Yeah. But she, yeah, she must have, she must have really taken that one to heart. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't about you. How did you get the momentum for fear though, initially? Um, in term, what do you mean by momentum? Like for people to find your music. Were you putting yeah. on blogs? Or? No, like zero blogs. Like zero, not many blogs supported this music. Um, but the, the big, I think, of course, slowly um, yeah. working with the guys so there. So, how did you meet them initially? Uh, my my manager David works for Lowly, um, David Carlson. So, he was kind of the connection there. Um, oh, but so how did you meet David then? I met David. Um, funny story. I'll try and make it quick. Um, I decided in college I wasn't going to do music. When I senior year, I had some time because I took this job offer really early. So I took oh, it like okay. at the beginning of senior year. So I knew I had a job lined up. So like the pressure was kind of off me. I said, all right, you know what? I'm not a very happy person right now. I want to do something like creative that I actually enjoy doing mm-hmm. besides the school. So naturally I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up music again. So I started writing music again in my apartment in college. And I had some demos that I thought were kind of cool. And um, a friend who managed another artist, tour managed another artist, came through town. They came through town for a concert. And he heard some of these demos. He's like, man, these are really cool. Will you send these to me? Long story short, I sent a few to him, and he played them for David, who was managing another artist at the time. And David just called me on the phone one day at college and was like, hey, man, what are you doing with music? And at the time, I was like, dude, I'm nothing. Like, I'm yeah. not interested in being an artist. I'm going to work my, like, I'm in business. Like, I'm mm-hmm. doing consulting. Like, I'm not an artist. It's just for fun. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, well, how about you just, like, keep sending me demos. Like, just keep yeah. sending me demos. Like, it'll be fun. Like, it'll be cool. He fucking totally coaxed me into this whole thing. <laughs> I think deep down he knew that I was going to fall in love with it again and want to do it. And that, sadly, that's what happened. <laughs> sadly. And then how long after until you were living out here at the house? Yeah, so, um, that summer when I graduated my senior year in college, I came out to LA to work a little bit. David had set me up with this producer named Mikey, who goes by Good Bear, who produced Fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we hit it off pretty instantly, and we kind of developed, started to develop a sound together, David, Mike, and I. And um, but it still wasn't like totally there. So I left that summer and I went to take my job. I, I worked in, at Anheuser Busch, mm. and then when I quit, when I quit that job. I had a little little spell for a few months out in Chicago, lived with my family a little bit in New York, and then I moved out here of like March of last year, so it's been about a year. Oh wow. No. And, and when you first moved here, were you doing other jobs? No. 
I wasn't. Oh my gosh! I guess you must have saved up from your. I saved up. Yeah, I yeah. saved up from my career, from my from my from my past life. Yeah. Yeah, as a robot. <laughs> as a robot. My past life as a robot. <laughs> In a past life, I was a robot. <laughs> I might still be a robot. <laughs> How did your tour with Youngblood come about? That was great. That was uh, through through Paradigm, which um, our booking agent. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of honestly some good being in the right place at the right time. We yeah. we kind of had a similar um, kind of message and the music fit together, and they needed an opening act, and we were you know we were kind of fresh out the gate and wanted to get on our first tour, and that was awesome. So we jumped on that and put out put out Fear, the album, like right when I went on tour, and that was kind of the initial momentum for starting you know Arrested Youth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How did you meet Paradigm? Uh, through my manager. Oh, yeah. okay. How about your upcoming music? Like, album? It's awful. Don't listen to it. <laughs> what do you have coming up? Um, I'm working on my second album right now. Yeah. What's your um, inspiration for that? Uh, the world, <laughs> mm -hmm. life, the 21st century, um, sadness, pain, happiness, comedy. The universe, <laughs> um, Netflix, Netflix, um, cell phones, <laughs> mental stability, um, millennial stuff. humor, millennial stuff. <laughs> Not too millennial, you know, like a touch of millennial, <laughs> but like you know, I don't want to bore. I don't want to bore people. Mm -hmm. Like I have a message in my music. This album, I don't want to bore people with like the phones are bad, people are greedy, society is lame. We get we get all this stuff. You yeah, know? I still agree with all those things, but um, I wanna I wanna kind of break out of some of those confined confinements of fear. Um, so yeah, I, I, I want to I, I hope I hope this album keeps people guessing of like what's going on in my head. And doesn't, you know, I don't like when things are too one-sided. Like, I think dynamics is are cool because that's what life is. Like, nothing's black and white. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. kind of want to, kind of experimenting mm -hmm. myself. And what's the inspiration for your style? My style. <laughs> are you talking about this super cool hat I'm this wearing? This hat, right now? exactly. Well, you guys, this hat. <laughs> came about on a recent trip I took down Route 66. If you if you weren't already <laughs> familiar with Route 66, if you're not familiar with Route 66, Route 66 is a highway yeah. that runs all the way from Los Angeles to Chicago. It's a pretty long ways. Um, some of my favorite cities are along that. Mm -hmm. Arizona, New Mexico. Anyways, not to bore you with all the details, I love Route 66 so much that as the tour ended we stopped at a gas station and I found this amazing <laughs> I love that you're roughing the highway hat. like out of everything yeah right look route. at this that's the whole I'm route I'm roughing this that's the whole construction route. that's the whole route <laughs> and um yeah I loved it so much that I said you know what I don't ever want to forget this road I'm gonna get a hat <laughs> and not only am I gonna get a hat that says Route 66 I'm gonna make sure it says it eight times <laughs> it does oh my god <laughs> what was your decision to have a street team and how did that come about you know what's really cool about that is I, it wasn't my idea. Someone else, someone, a supporter reached out and said they wanted to create one. And you know what's really cool is over the past like six months, 
There's like three official Arrested Youth Street teams. Whoa. Which is really sick. Um, and so, I kind of, I have a relationship with each one of those yeah. people who runs them. And like this last one for tour, we ran all the meetups. We met with kids out inside of every single venue before we played. Um, it was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, it was super dope. Mm -hmm. Thank you everyone who supports that kind of yeah. stuff. Like that to me is to be able to create music and then have people care enough to do that shit like that's yeah. super special <laughs> and i'm super grateful truly mm -hmm. truly so how do you say your style of music has changed compared to the early songs you made uh you mean early like when i was in high school or like mm. fear to now i guess i guess high school wasn't really like the you though right yeah no this is so like i guess i guess fear fear well you know the the new album and the new music is still in the same vein mm -hmm. you know i we really took a lot of time to develop the sound of arrested youth like that wasn't just by accident like we we put a year and a half into just developing the sound before we released anything so um when it came to um the actual sound and genre of the music like a lot of thought has gone into that mm -hmm. so i'm not completely scrapping that we're not completely scrapping that by any means we're just kind of you know adding a new flair um to that style and you know new songs new lyrics new ideas new melodies all the all the fun stuff that make a song how do you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger if i've grown at all right <laughs> um that's a good question i think through music i've grown a lot. I was to be honest. It's funny you ask that because I was talking to my manager today, David, and I was like, kind of down about some stuff, and I was just like, I feel like I've grown so much as an artist, but I'm wondering if I've like regressed as like a person. Like I put mm. so much energy into this every day that like, am I putting in the necessary energy to like develop as a person as well? And that's like always on my mind um, because. You know, to with any career, like whether it's music or whether you're in law or whether you're in finance, like whatever you are, it's like an age-old fable that you put, you know, the time we put into our careers is the time that we don't get to put into, like, human development, like ourselves. But what I'm happy about is I think I'm on a track to, I want to create a music career, like mm -hmm. a career in this, where as much as I develop as an artist... I'm also hitting those same milestones in development as like a person. Yeah. And I've like, I've just like, I'm. This is, this stuff's really interesting to me. I don't know, if, you know, if you want to use this, but I'm always interested in like not comparing to other people, but like you see with a lot of super successful people, not just in music, whatever they're doing, like that success has come at um, a point where they, you know, might not be as happy with how their personal life has yeah. developed. So. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in like growing as an artist, but through the music I make and the content and what I write about and the experiences I have, you know, having something to show for who I am as a as a human being too would be kind of cool. Yeah, to yeah. To not just be like a, a sad, lonely, <laughs> cooped up, successful artist who has a big plaque on the wall but is fucking crying by themselves in their room half the time because yeah. the world doesn't understand them and their life is so bad like I don't want to be that kind of successful artist like I want to be a successful artist who 
you know, uplifts and mm -hmm. brings positivity to the world, not just in my music, but, you know, in an interview like this where I'm obviously, you know, you're welcome, guys. I'm making this. I know you're so happy <laughs> watching this right now. I'm just <laughs> uplifting you through this camera. <laughs> what would you say have been your biggest challenges in life other than, like, what we've talked about previously? Um... My tendencies, I'd say, like my own tendencies. I, life, I'll be honest, life hasn't like dealt me any bad cards. Mm -hmm. I've got pretty good life, yeah. good family, people support me. You know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the upper echelon of what life has offered me. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest struggles have been, you know, struggles within myself, as yeah. a lot of people have. Um, and that's what a lot of my music is about. You know, your perspective is important and um, my biggest challenges have been sometimes my lack of perspective and my tendencies to let my own inner thoughts and um, kind of, you know, those darker emotions kind of take, mm -hmm. take control of what I, where, how I see the world or how I see myself. And that's what Arrested Youth is all about, you know, it's like taking that kind of stuff and making cool shit out of it, cool art, cool songs, you know, cool content, like out of the bat, you know, taking the bat and flipping it and making something cool and good and that's what I'm that's what yeah. I'm in it for for sure. What does love mean to you? Love. Love to me is it's I don't think of love like when I hear love I don't think of I don't think of anything romantic. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Yeah. And that's maybe because I haven't had a girlfriend since the eighth grade. Could be why. <laughs> um that's probably why. <laughs> but um, I see love as, like, love to me is the same word as, like, just, like, acceptance of life mm. for, like, whatever it is. Like, I don't know, that sounds like some, some, I'm not on shrooms. I did not do drugs today. <laughs> I did not smoke weed. I'm not under the influence. I'm very structured right now, but love is all of this. Mm. That is love. I mean, yeah. love is... Love is like just calmness in your body and your heart and your soul knowing that this this is it. This is the world right here and everyone is a part of it. And I'm not saying I've accept that every day, but I'm that's where I'm trying to get. Like mm -hmm. I want to embrace the world for what it is. Love isn't just embracing everyone in the world, people. Yeah. It's embracing this fence here. <laughs> See this? love. Love's everything. Love, what is love? Love is the world. Yeah. Really, that's how I see it. Love is the world. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for, what, what do you mean this in a career sense or in any, any kind of any. sense? Yeah, it could be any. It's a good question. I'd say ultimately, I want to be remembered for helping myself and others mm -hmm. in times where I could have gone, took, taken a different route. Yeah. Like all the times that I, you could, you can give up as a human being, or blame it on someone else, or be negative, or say fuck this, or whatever it is. I want to be remembered as like. That's all I want. Just someone who, like, mm -hmm. didn't let 
those sad boy emotions get the best of them and they fucking, instead they put their best foot forward and, and really tried to yeah. do something positive for themselves and others. Mm -hmm. Not just for others, for myself too. Yeah. I can be a little greedy. <laughs> but I want to be remembered for that. I want to be remembered for that kind of that kind of mentality mm -hmm. and and actually taking action to do that yeah 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 i love this thank you so much yeah hell yeah thank you <laughs> thanks for walking the streets with me of uh, where are we hollywood hollywood which uh, is not as good uh, as route 66 oh, but it is close <laughs> it is close peace guys bye